Hey there, boo. I see you, I hear you, I feel you. You're invited to join me, Amber, your host on a journey of embracing a life of intoxicating abundance. I'm so fulfilled by sharing conversations that initiate you to release judgment and deepen your connection with passion. With this podcast, you will find inspiration to awaken the magic of your desires, build confidence as you expand into leadership, and manifest purposeful wealth in all of its forms. We are going to talk about the energetics of all things money, menstruation, and manifestation. Because your ability to accept and receive money is in direct proportion with your level of self-confidence, and your yoni transmutes this confidence. So if you're a witchy woman excited to enrich your life with wealth, womb wisdom, and woo-woo shit, then you've been divinely guided to let go of the distractions that are stopping you from embracing your role as a leader of integrity and confidence. Stick around, boo. Are you ready to be confidently you? Hello, Confident Soul. Welcome back to another episode of the Confidently You podcast. My name is Amber, and it is my mission to make witchy women wealthy. And I am so excited about today's episode because I think that this episode is a long time in the running, um, especially if you have discovered me via TikTok. Um, I've been talking a lot about using your period to manifest, but have not yet created a free resource that is as comprehensive as this episode is going to be. Um, Obviously, I have all of this information very deeply expanded upon, broken down, and presented to you in a 28-day method inside of Money, Menstruation, and Manifestation. And I have a couple of TikToks that are like teasing this idea, but hey, on TikTok, you got three minutes. (laughs) You got three minutes to make a video and it's hard to summarize all of that. So I have decided to make a podcast episode specifically leading you to use your period as a powerful manifestation tool. Before we get into today's content, I do want to give you a little bit of a life update for me. It's been a couple of months since I have... uh, published a podcast episode and a lot's been going on for me. There's been a lot of pivoting. There's been some identity shifts. There's been a fuck ton of release. Let me tell you that for sure. (laughs) Fuck ton of release that I've been doing. Um, Releasing a lot of limiting beliefs, releasing a lot of judgment. Fuck, that's been a big one for me. Um, Releasing judgment, releasing shame, releasing stuck energy And something that I am most excited about that's going on in my life right now is I have recently enrolled in my somatic integrative trauma-informed coaching certification. (laughs) I'm so excited about this. This has been an incredible three weeks. I've only been enrolled for about three weeks now. And that whole story about how that happened for me, maybe that's reserved for another podcast. But, you know, the fact that I've been really interested in the idea of trauma, I've talked about trauma a lot 
a lot, a lot on the podcast. It's something that I am deeply passionate about. And considering how reframing trauma and overcoming trauma shifting my perspective of trauma has really helped me in my own healing journey and because I absolutely love, 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 love and am so fascinated about focusing on the connection between female disempowerment and money symptoms. And so it's been really great for me to take this trauma-informed course because not only am it, is it going to allow me to help you, the listener, my clients more, but it also helps me be more responsible and to be more effective inside of my coaching practice. And frankly, to simply have, to remind me to have more compassion for anybody that I interact with, even outside of my coaching practice. It is so enlightening to hear about all of this amazing information that I have been learning about. And in true cycle syncing fashion, I am ovulating right now. And so I'm really integrating all the things that I've learned over the past three weeks. And this podcast is a way for me to, to put that into practice. Part of my human design, I, uh, I have a 2-4 profile in my human design. And one of the things that my human design tells me is that the best way for me to learn something is to teach it. <laughs> So I am here teaching you, I'm here, I'm excited to be teaching you things um, over the next several episodes of the podcast, talking more about manifestation with a trauma-informed approach, because I really believe that this is something that's lacking from the manifestation world, and it's not anything that's being done intentionally. Um, you know, I didn't know for the longest time that I, I needed this trauma-informed approach and that it was something that I was missing from my practice, and now that I have that trauma-informed approach in my coaching practice, practice, I am now going to become a strong advocate uh, for all coaches to to gain um, this trauma-informed approach because I think it is so vital and possibly even irresponsible for coaches to not have this aspect. So I'm really excited to now be welcoming that and integrating all of this knowledge and the practices, the embodiment practices um, into my coaching practice. And that is one of the reasons why I freaking love my program MMM because MMM is embodiment practices. And now that I have this trauma-informed approach with it, it's really helping me to fine-tune and tweak my content to offer that next level transformation that's going to be long-lasting and sustainable for you. And I'm going to allow that word sustainable to be a transition into what we're here to talk about today. We're here to talk about manifesting with your period. Why do we want to manifest with our period? Well, that is one of the biggest words that comes to mind for me is that word sustainable, sustainability. That is why we want to use our period for manifestations is because it's going to create sustainable and purposeful wealth in all of its forms. So there are four kinds of wealth. There is time wealth, financial wealth, health wealth, and social wealth. Using your cycle to manifest is really going to help you tap into all four of those kinds of wealth in a sustainable way. Because let's look at the opposite. Let's look if we denied our natural energy. If we were to continue on with the hustle culture or how uh, people tend to think of uh, or our society tends to equate 
wealth with corruption. So if that were actually true, if we were using corruption in order to obtain our wealth, if we were in this hustle culture, if we were in this go, 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 living in a chronic state of burnout way of manifesting money or manifesting wealth in our lives, well, if that's the means in which we manifest the wealth, those are the means in which we're going to need in order to sustain and maintain that wealth. So I am I am not for get-rich-quick schemes. I don't believe in get-rich-quick schemes. I, I don't believe that they are effective for the long term because if you get rich quick, well, then you can get poor quick. Excuse my poor use of words. <laughs> no pun intended. But like, you know, I don't really like the word poor, but, you know, and used in this context, you know, if you're using something to get rich quick, well, that can easily very much so be swept under your feet because when you are obtaining wealth in an unsustainable way, even if it happens for you very quickly, you haven't been putting in the identity work. You haven't been undergoing the personal evolution that's necessary for sustainable and purposeful manifestations. And I know that if you're here listening to this podcast, that that's what you desire. You want to have sustainable manifestations. You don't want to be living in a state of burnout. And you absolutely don't want to be stepping on other people's toes. You are a heart-led individual that wants to achieve your wealth. I know that's you. You're in the right place. So sustainable manifestations. And the reason why using your cycle for sustainable, like why it's sustainable is because when you use your cycle as a manifestation tool, it is your blueprint. It is your natural, your body's natural, divine, feminine energy blueprint. And when you follow this blueprint, here's what happens. You find yourself living in rhythmic integrity with your body. Because here's the thing. So we're going to break down a few things inside of this, inside of, um, before we dive into the content, the few things that you need to know is that your subconscious, so you probably heard about the subconscious or the unconscious in the manifestation world, but there's a big misconception about what is the subconscious. Yes, we have the subconscious mind and we think of that and often we think about the brain, but in reality, the subconscious is your body. It is all of the cells, every part of your entire organism, and it runs 95% of the show. The subconscious plays a major role in your manifestation process, because here's why. There are these things called the subconscious prime directives, which I learned about inside of my neuro-linguistic programming certification back a couple of years ago. So the few, there's, you know, 21 plus subconscious prime directives, but I'm going to give you four of them. And these prime directives are basically, if you were to think of your mind, um, your, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind to operate like a computer, your conscious mind uh, is the software. It's what gives the instructions to the hardware. The software can be updated. The software is malleable. It's changeable. That's the conscious mind. And the conscious mind gives instructions to the subconscious. And the subconscious is the hardware. So this is how your mind is hardwired to operate. It can't change. This is how it is. You can change the program. You can change the messages that get sent to the hardware. But how the hardware functions 
is set in stone. This is how your body operates. So those subconscious prime directives that I want to focus on are, number one, it um, your subconscious runs the body 24-7. Your subconscious is responsible for keeping you alive 24-7. It's your heartbeat. It's your, it's your respiratory rate. It's your hormone secretions. That's a big one, especially when it comes to our cycle. So all of these bodily functions, digestion, etc. you get it. You get the idea. It's all of these subconscious processes that are going on that you don't have to devote conscious thought towards. That is one of the prime directives. Next, we have another one, which is uh, the subconscious takes the path of least resistance. This is actually a fundamental law in physics. All energy takes the path of least resistance. If you were to think of like um, a house that's um, being wired for electricity, if you have a bunch of excess wires that's going on in the house, well, the the energy of the electricity is going to take the path of least resistance. It's going to take the shortest route to get to the destination. And the same is true with your energy. Because the subconscious, moving on to the next prime directive, number three, is that the subconscious generates, stores, and distributes energy. And it's going to choose which is the path of least resistance. And the path of least resistance for your body is to follow its natural blueprint. Because another prime directive, I'm realizing I'm actually going to be sharing five of these, not four of these as I'm talking through it now. But another prime directive is that your subconscious maintains and holds your body's natural blueprint and it keeps you safe at all costs. It tries to bring you back to homeostasis. However, that homeostasis has been programmed into your subconscious. And the last one that I want to share with you is your subconscious works best as a whole integrated unit. So when you're looking at your body as a whole, instead of compartmentalizing the parts of your body, we're looking at everything as an entire ecosystem. When you look at your body as an entire ecosystem, you know, when you're having something like, say, heart failure, you know, when we look at like traditional medical issues and we see people that are having like heart issues, well, instead of just focusing on the heart, we need to look at the entire body and how did the ecosystem manifest this dis-ease? So this is really how your subconscious or your subconscious mind is designed to operate. And when you are manifesting with your period or following my MMM method, you are integrating and following all of these principles. You're shifting your relationship with these principles so that you can work with them instead of against them. So when we are talking about how to manifest with your period, we are taking the path of least resistance because when we look at the four phases of your cycle, and by the way, if you don't know what the four phases of your cycle are, we are going to go through them in this episode, but I am going to invite you to listen to episode 12 of the podcast where I do a cycle syncing 101. So that'll like really give you a nice intro to this because um, in this episode, I'm specifically talking about each of those four phases and how you can manifest with them. So when we look at the different phases of your cycle, each of your four phases have a different flavor. The creativity that is available to you has a different flavor. And when I'm using the word creativity, I'm not talking about what we consider creativity in the traditional sense. So when we traditionally think about creativity, we often think of artwork 
or self-expression, right? Like self-expression in the form of the arts, like singing or acting, dancing, stuff like that. Like those are the things that we tend to think about when we consider when we consider traditional creativity. But when I'm using the word creativity, I'm talking about your entire life force, your creative life force, what you create in this present moment. Me talking right now, talking, I am using my creative energy to create this message for you, create this podcast for you. I am in my creativity right now. You are constantly creating and manifesting in this life. Your creative energy is your manifesting energy. And throughout the phases of your cycle, you've got different flavors of that. So why it is so beneficial for you to sync your manifestation practice with your cycle is because you're giving your body the power to manifest on the path of least resistance. And I also want to remind you, I've said it so many times on this podcast that the energy in which you take the action determines your result. And this is using the universal law of action. The energy in which you take the action is even more important than the action that you take. So when we bring all of these principles together, we can see why it is so beneficial for you to use the energy fluctuations because you yourself, you as a human being, are energy. You are energy with only 1% mass. You are 99.999999% energy. So when you can align the energy that feels best with those phases of your cycle, you're going to be able to manifest without burnout. You're going to be able to manifest sustainable and purposeful wealth. So let's talk about it. So let's start with the menstrual phase. Your menstrual phase is anywhere from two to seven days in length. And your manifestation theme with the menstrual phase is all about rest, rejuvenation, and receiving. So inside of MMM, I invite you to rest during your period, to really train you to surrender, connect with that divine feminine energy, because the divine feminine energy tells us to, um, to hide, to rest, to lie dormant, to receive. It's the menstrual phases um, equal to your inner winter. So when you think about winter on earth, winter is when the plants are going dormant. It's when the nutrients beneath the soil are replenishing. The energy reserves are replenishing for all of life so that come springtime, the plants have fresh reserves to pull upon as they dip back into their full self-expression, which they will come to in the summertime. So this is what's going on for you. The rest that you receive during menstruation is different from the rest that you experience throughout the other phases of your cycle. It's because you're building those energy reserves that you need in order to get to that state of thriving throughout the rest of the phases of your cycle. So this is what you do. These are the manifestation practices that you want to do during menstruation. You want to meditate. You want to start, you want to allow yourself to get quiet, quiet your mind. During menstruation, you have the least amount of hormonal activity going on in your brain, which means that you are figuratively a blank canvas for thoughts to attract themselves to you. See, because we have these neutrinos that are floating around in the universe. For every like square inch or 
square meter or something like that, there's said to be about three trillion neutrinos. They are the most abundant energy in the universe is neutrinos. Neutrinos carry a consciousness. And this is how thoughts travel throughout the universe. And neutrinos, the thoughts, the thoughts that are carrying a consciousness eventually find themselves into your brain and they're seeking an energy source. They're seeking an energy source to be brought to fruition. Menstruation is the perfect time for you to receive those thought consciousness. I call these intuitive downloads. When that thought consciousness elicits a feeling of desire in you, that is your intuition's way of telling you you are meant to act upon it. Not yet. Not necessarily right away when you're still menstruating, but you're going to start to give that thought some energy. You're going to allow that thought to percolate in you. Maybe you're going to write it down in a journal, or maybe you're going to visualize or meditate further on that thought. You're going to start to give that thought some energy by devoting your focus to it. And that's what menstruation is all about. You're receiving those intuitive downloads. This is when your intuitive powers are at their most potent. potent. So getting quiet, meditating, um, that's one of the activities that we do in, on, in MMM, specifically on day one. We focus on meditation and going into a deep restorative rest. So maybe this looks like napping, right? Some of the other activities that we do um, during the menstrual phase is uh, practicing receiving. So practicing things like compliments. Uh, perhaps you receive a massage from, from your partner. Whatever that might be, women tend to deny compliments or they minimize compliments. You know, like somebody tells you, oh, you're having a nice hair day. And then you say something like, oh, but it looks so frizzy, you know, stuff like that. That's an example of how you are denying your feminine energy. The feminine energy is all about receiving. Our society is so focused on an overabundance of the masculine, taking so much action without leaving space for the surrender and for the receiving. And this is an important part of your practice. Some other things that we do inside of MMM are setting intentions, connecting with gratitude, and connecting with intuition. You'll notice that none of these are really action-oriented, like not so much taking action, but more about receiving, and that's what's really important here. Next, let's talk about the follicular phase. So the follicular phase is anywhere from seven to 10 days, and this is when you start to notice an increase in your physical energy, and this is when you are connecting with your yang or masculine energy. So this is when we wanna be taking actions and more focusing on those um, divine masculine types of things versus the divine feminine types of things. So what happens in the follicular phase is that we're taking the intuitive downloads that we received during menstruation, those ideas that we were allowing to percolate and gestate during menstruation. Now the manifestation theme during the follicular phase is about planning, putting into action, and experimenting. That is what we are doing inside of the follicular phase. So what this is going to look like 
for as you translate that into an actual practice, this is going to look like doing visualization exercises. Because in the follicular phase, this is when you're connected with your naivete, with your childlike adventurous energy. This is when you're so excited to experiment and try new things. Go a little bit outside of your comfort zone. This is when you're going to have a little bit more confidence and your visualizing exercise is going to be most effective because you're excited for new things, for new opportunities. So visualize the life that you want to have. Visualize, use a vision board. Um, it's really helpful if you know your your strongest sense or your cognition as part of your manifestation style. I talk about that inside of MMM as well. I've got a whole module uh, focused on using your human design further in your manifestation style. Um, but it's really helpful to know that. And so, especially if you are an inner vision or outer vision per- person, then visualization is going to be so excellent for you. It's helpful for everybody, but for those people in particular. But visualization, super amazing practice for you to do during your follicular phase. Um, Some other things that I recommend doing during your follicular phase are uh, tracking your incoming money. So when you are tracking your money, you're giving more focus to the money that's coming in instead of the money that's going out. We reserve that for the luteal phase reserving the paying of the bills and the releasing of money during the follicular phase but right now we're focused on the money that's coming in during the follicular phase and we're getting excited about all of the money that's coming in because of by law of attraction by law of vibration also for how you program your subconscious using your reticular activating system Um, you are sending specific instructions to for your mind to seek out money manifesting opportunities when you devote your focus to the money that's coming in because where attention goes energy flows so focus on the money that's coming in likewise another action that we want to take during the follicular phase is that we want to give money a purpose money is attracted to purpose because purpose holds value so when you're in this planning energy when you're in this exciting adventurous energy and you're starting to put things into action this is the perfect time for you to give your money a purpose so thinking about let's say you're wanting to manifest a thousand dollars so you're thinking about giving that thousand dollars a purpose so thinking about what do I want to do with my $1,000? Well, I want to give 10% of it away. Great. So 10%, I'm going to give $100 away. And then I'm going to devote $500 to paying bills. And so that brings me to $600. And then I'm going to um, devote $100 to like a mani-pedi. I'm going to treat myself to a mani-pedi. So that brings us to $700. And... Uh, I'm going to save $100 for a trip that I'm going on. So that brings us to $800. And then maybe lastly, um, you're going to spend that last $200 on um, buying a new piece of furniture. I don't know, whatever it might be. But you want to give your money a purpose. And your follicular phase is the best time to do that. Some other types of things that you want to incorporate with your follicular phase is to take advantage of that fun energy. So one of the things that I have you do inside of MMM is to go on a treasure hunt. So really connecting with that childlike, playful, adventurous energy, go on a treasure hunt and start looking for money. Again, using this idea about programming the reticular activating system to seeking out money manifesting opportunities. So looking at all of the 
money that is currently around you. Go check your couch cushions. Go check your car. Go check your piggy bank. Check your wallet to see if there's some coupons or some gift cards that you forgot about. Whatever it might be, look for all of the different ways that you can find money and make it fun. And have fun. Having fun is so important. Really like spend a day forgetting about what you're manifesting. Spend a day devoted just to having fun and to release the obsession that we sometimes tend to have over our manifestations. So we want to have fun. Um, that's going to increase your vibration. And ultimately, you want to have a fun life, right? Isn't that one of the reasons why you want money is so that you can have adventure, so that you can experience freedom, so that you can have more fun and have a playful life? Well, you need to start having fun now. You need to start enjoying and having gratitude for the playful life that you already have available to you. So forget about the money and focus on, focus on having fun because the money is not the means to the end. Money is means that brings you to that end because what you actually want is money so that you can buy the things that help you have more fun in your life, that help you have more adventure. It's not really the money that you want. It's the freedom that you want. So start having fun now and enjoying that now and you're going to manifest more of those fun opportunities to you probably by means of money. But it won't always happen with money. That's the other thing is you got to be open, right? Sometimes it's not always money that we manifest, but sometimes it's opportunities that bypass the need for money. Sometimes you don't even need the money. Um, some other things that we do um, inside of MMM is embodying the feeling. So connecting with the feeling that you are going to have once your manifestations have already come to fruition, playing with that idea of having fun. And the other thing is fuck the dog for money. This is one of my uh, one of my favorite days inside of MMM. It's called fuck the dog for money. And you literally don't do anything. <laughs> you don't do anything that requires work. So we're so conditioned in our society to work, 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 hustle, wear burnout and busyness like it's a badge of honor. But you are not designed to live in a chronic state of burnout. You are designed to fulfill a purpose. And when you are living your purpose, it doesn't feel like hard work. It's persistence, but it doesn't feel like hard work. And so I'm inviting you to find ways that you can manifest money that don't require work. So expanding on the treasure hunt idea, except instead of immediately finding money, I'm now inviting you to go and find other things in your life that can bring you money. So maybe this is going to look like selling a painting that you made when you were really deep in your creativity and it was playful for you and fun to create that painting. Maybe you have some bottle recycling to take in to get your refund for your bottle deposits. Or maybe you can walk dogs if you, you know, and that'll help you get some more exercise. Whatever it might be, I'm sure there is something that you can do that doesn't require work or at least very little work or a minimal amount of effort. Something that you can do, something that you can sell. Like I recently sold my Nintendo. So selling something that doesn't require a lot of work. Next, we are going to look at the ovulation phase. So ovulation phase is three to five days in length. This is the time of the month where you can get pregnant. This is the time of the month where you are feeling most confident. And your manifestation theme with ovulation is all about self-expression, 
um, so in other words, being seen in your self-expression, communicating and integrating desire. So I mentioned earlier at the beginning of this episode that I'm in an integration stage because I'm ovulating right now. I'm integrating all of the learnings that I've taken over the past three weeks and very synchronistically we have a break from class this week. So that's been amazing because it's given me that opportunity to go over my notes again and really allow myself to integrate everything that I've learned. And the same is true for your manifestation practice. So starting back at menstruation, when we rec- when you received those intuitive downloads, um, and then in follicular phase, you started to plan and put them into action. When ovulation, now you're declaring them. Now you're really integrating this into your life. So let's say in... Let's say in the menstrual phase, you had this amazing idea to start a course. That's actually how MMM started for me. I was in my menstrual phase and I had this amazing idea to come up with MMM, to create a 28-day method. And then in my follicular phase, I started like kind of writing down some ideas, planning it, figuring out how it would work. And then in ovulation, that's when I started telling all my friends about it. Telling people, I started posting on social media how I had this really great idea. I hadn't like created it yet, but I was in that in that stage where I was like, I want to talk about this. I want to integrate this idea into my life. I want to move towards this idea. Because as one of my teachers said inside of my uh, trauma course, uh, her name is Lisa Dion. She said that the only way to integrate something is to move toward it. And that's exactly what you want to do in ovulation. Ovulation is when your pleasure vibes are at their highest. Pleasure is a sustainable motivator. It's a purposeful motivator. It's a fulfilling motivator versus adrenalized energy or fear. Ovulation is when you can experience the most pleasure. This is the perfect time for you to integrate things into your life and to integrate them with pleasure. I am experiencing pleasure right now recording this podcast and maybe it's TMI for you, but I'm aroused right now. I feel so fucking pleasured by talking to you about this right now. This shit lights my soul on fire. I love talking about manifesting with your period, pussy power. That shit makes me happy and it makes me sexually aroused. Not that in a state that I'm necessarily like going to go masturbate after this or I'm going to go have sex after this, but pleasure is something that can be felt in every single moment every day. And it's all about being present. As my mentor, Kara Lee Rast says, who's been on the podcast before, she talks about this idea that pleasure is about being present. So if you didn't know this, Kara Lee has a bonus module inside of MMM. Um, it's called Pleasure Your Confidence Into Cash. She talks about holistic sexuality, cultivating a self-pleasure practice, and she even has a guided uh, self-pleasure meditation practice inside of MMM. It's incredible. But anyways, I digress. <laughs> Clearly, I'm just really excited right now. I'm really happy right now. And I'm really excited about my program, and I love sharing it with you. Um, but anyway, so ovulation, the types of things that you're going to want to do ovulation, well, engaging in sex magic, engaging in a self-pleasure practice, um, these are going to be really beneficial things for you to take advantage of to manifest. So I'm ovulating right now. At the time of this recording, my partner and I had intercourse last night and we incorporated money into, into our sex magic. We had our money plant in the room. We had our citrine stones in the room. There was incense. Smell is my strongest cognition. So incorporating smell is super important in my manifestation practice. And, um, And yeah, and using that energy that I'm already so in tune with 
into my manifestation practice. And so I engaged in sex magic last night. Some other things that you're going to want to do. Because you are feeling most confident during um, ovulation and because you are connected with your highest level of self-expression, this is a great time for you to embody your alter ego or embody your most confident self, embody your wealthy, witchy woman. Think about that that person. Study that version of you. I recently did this the other day. So like I said, I'm in my ovulating energy. I just did this the other day. So what this looks like in real life is studying your core values, re-evaluating your core values. So inside of Manifestation 101, the psychology of manifestation in MMM, I have you do this workbook that gives you a list of something like, I want to say there's like 100 or 200 values that I have you go through and highlight and see which ones stick out to you the most that are most important to you. And then I have you narrow it down to your top 10, your top 20, and your top 30 values. And these values are so important for you to know what they are because values are what program your reticular activating system. Your reticular activating system is the filter that through which you perceive reality. You you are only capable of perceiving 1% of your sensory experience. The human mind, the subconscious, is subject to over 2 million bits of data per second, but you can only effectively process 164 bits of data per second. Let that sit for a second. That is literally less than 1% of what is going on in your reality. And your values are what determine what gets filtered in. So I just did the, this exercise the other day and I, I surprised myself a little bit with some of the values that came up for me and how my values have evolved a little bit over the past couple of months. And right now, in no particular order, these are my top 10 core values. Energy, well, actually energy is number one, but the rest aren't in any specific order. But energy is always my number one core value. I make all of my decisions considering my energy? How does this impact my energy? Is this um, being brought to me with the energy of love or is this an opportunity coming to me from the energy of fear? Is this expansive? Is this contractive? Does this support my energy? Does it not? Etc. Energy is my number one core value. But my other values are gratitude, generosity, curiosity, authenticity, compassion, leadership, connection, intuition, and wealth. So these are the top 10 filters, or rather these are the top 10 pieces of software that are being updated in my mind, that are programming my mind, programming the hardware to manifest this for me, to use these as tools to manifest the things that I desire into my life. So knowing your top 10 core values is so powerful because then once you have the awareness you can keep them at the forefront of your focus especially when you're training yourself because maybe your core values are something that you you want to adopt right like maybe you're trying to transition into a new core value or you believe that the highest version of yourself in order for that version of yourself to live in integrity they would have this value And so it's nice to keep those values at the forefront of your focus so that you can train yourself to adopt these like a habit. And when you do that during ovulation, that is one of the best times for you to integrate, as I said. 
because integration during ovulation, why it's so effective is because during ovulation, you have the most amount of hormonal activity going on in your brain. And more specifically, estrogen. You have the most amount of estrogen going on in your brain. And with that estrogen, you are able to perceive more of your reality. You have a heightened sense of reality, a heightened sense of perception. You are able to remember things more and to integrate your learnings better. So embodying your alter ego is an exceptional manifestation practice during ovulation. A few other things that we do inside of MMM is we give money away because you're feeling most confident with your money. So you're going to feel best about giving your money away. We focus on doing affirmations. We talk about upping your value and investing in yourself. All of the juicy stuff. These are the types of things that you want to do when you are ovulating. All right, last, we're going to look at the luteal phase. The luteal phase is, is the longest and the final phase of your cycle. And it lasts anywhere from 10 to 14 days. So this is naturally where I have the most amount of activities. During your luteal phase, your manifestation theme is all about speaking truth, releasing, and creating space to receive. So naturally, my recommendations for you during your luteal phase is to focus on those releasing types of activities. And because in your luteal phase, you're also in this nesting energy, like this energy in which you want to clean your whole house, you want to do a month's worth of laundry, you want to do a bunch of meal prep, do the grocery shopping, you want to do dusting, you know, shit like that. (laughs) You want to declutter. That's what your energy is calling you to do in your luteal phase. So let's pair your manifestation practice with that. So this is going to look like cleaning out your wallet or cleaning out your your email or your mail, the space in which you do your money management. So for me, that's my office. Once a month, my office gets a really nice clean right before I do my major date with money. So of course, I, I, I check with my money like almost every day or at least multiple times a week for sure, checking my account tracking in my incoming money as it comes in, putting a lot of focus on the money that's coming in. But once a month, I set up my monthly budget, like to know like what money I'm going to be spending money on this month, what the bills are that need to be paid or that get to be paid this month. Um, you know, stuff like that. And I do a lot of my uh, money management through email. Like I get my bills through my email. Um, etc. So cleaning out your emails, going through all your old emails, managing or cleaning up the area in which you manage your finances. This is going to be a really great activity for you to do. Because if you think of money like water, because money is energy, water needs to flow. And if there are obstacles blocking the flow of water or money, then it's going to restrict or reduce reduce your the potency of your manifestations so let's look at your wallet for example if your wallet if your wallet is cluttered if you've got like a bunch of receipts shoved in your wallet or if your money is not like put away respectfully in your wallet well then you're sending the message that your relationship with money is chaos and money doesn't isn't attracted to chaos. Money is attracted to flow. Money wants to flow. So when you have that nice clean wallet where your money is organized in it, um, you have your cards placed in there, you don't have a bunch of old receipts that represent past money spent, you know, that shit doesn't need to be in there. Keep it clean and money will be able to flow more its way to you. So continuing on with um, the date with money. 
So your big date with money. This is when you're going to want to get sensual with money. Sexually speaking, your luteal phase is when you're very sensual in your in in your sexual health so you know that follicular and ovulation phase you're probably a little bit more like a little energizer bunny you're wanting to thump 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 (laughs) but in your luteal phase you're slowing down your sexual your sexuality slowing down that sexual energy and the same is true for your creative energy and your manifesting energy and your relationship with money so slowing down that energy having a date with money for me this looks like um, lighting a candle, putting on some incense, um, getting out my crystals, charging my crystals. Uh, I've already cleaned my office because I, I did that as earlier as part of my practice. So now I'm coming down to a clean office, putting my money playlist on, and I'm having a sexy time with money. I'll even maybe put a little bit of makeup on, put clothes on that make me feel good, and I have a date with money. And I get into that state of abundance, that state of gratitude. If I'm not quite there yet, I might shake it out, do some rage dancing, do some tapping, get myself in that state of abundance before I sit down and manage my money. Because the energy in which you take the action is going to determine your results. So when you are sitting down to pay your bills and manage your money, you want to be in that feeling of abundance so that you're feeling all of the possibilities that are available to you instead of thinking about, oh, I just lost this money, which is not actually due because you just exchanged the money. You cannot lose money. You can only exchange it. So exchange, getting into that state of abundance before you are exchanging your money. I'm going to put a, a link in the show notes so you can check out a TikTok that I did that shows you how I have my date with money. Some other things that we do inside of the luteal phase is releasing limiting beliefs. So specifically doing a limiting belief exercise that I offer to you inside of MMM. Um, I show you how you can deconstruct your limiting beliefs about money and replace them with more empowering ones. Luteal phase, you're all about speaking truth, releasing. So you're more connected with truth. You're more connected with the understanding of which beliefs serve you and which do not. And you're more inclined to release the beliefs that no longer serve you. This is the path of least resistance for you. Versus when you're, say, in your follicular phase. Your follicular phase, you're wanting to accumulate new things. You're wanting to explore and be adventurous, not so much releasing things. You're wanting to welcome in more things. So follicular phase, you might be affirming and and considering all of these new beliefs that you're adopting but it doesn't come as naturally for you to try to release things which is what we want to do in the luteal phase um i have you go on a negativity detox so thinking about all of the things in your life that are negatively impacting you and practicing some releasing around those things maybe this goes on a social means you're going on a social media break maybe this means that you're not checking the news maybe it means that you're paying attention to the music that you're listening to because you'd be surprised at the amount of negativity that's jam-packed into the music that we listen to the news is a big one though so that's the ty- kind of thing that you want to do during luteal phase forgiveness my gosh forgiveness If I could only have one manifestation practice for the rest of my life, it would be forgiveness. Forgiveness is so important that we actually do it for two days inside of MMM. We first focus on self-forgiveness and then we focus on forgiving others. And I actually have a forgiveness uh, meditation inside of MMM as well um, that pairs really beautiful with these practices. Um, A few other last things. We shake it off. So doing some therapeutic tremoring, I've talked about that on the podcast before, but releasing stagnant energy from your body, 
And the last thing that I'll mention here is uh, singing. So finding your voice. Singing is such a beautiful manifestation practice because singing helps you connect your pussy energy with your throat energy. I talk about this inside of MMM. When you do like that deep throat diaphragm singing, not only do you open up your larynx, but you also open up your cervix. And this is how you can really ground yourself in your pussy and throat energy. So it's going to be really helpful for you because your pussy energy is from is the energy from which you manifest your and create your life. And your throat energy is the stage of manifestation. This is the energy from which you allow yourself to be seen. It's the portal between your inner world and your outer world. It's where you declare your manifestations. So singing, a form of release, a form of grounding in your energy. It's very powerful, especially for females. So this is it. I feel like I've been talking for a really long time. (laughs) I think this episode is a little bit longer than what I intended, but this is ultimately how you can get in flow with your energy, how you can start to build self-awareness. And one of my favorite things about MMM is that it is not a one-size-fits-all method. MMM is really focused on the individual. It is not a hard set of rules. MMM is a guideline for you to build self-awareness so that you can have more awareness of your energy so that you can start to manage it better. So for example, yesterday I was on day 14 of my cycle. So I was ovulating yesterday, but I was still feeling very childlike and very playful yesterday, even though I was in my mother, my the archetype of mother energy and more focused on voicing and declaring my desires, etc. So I actually did two different manifestation practices yesterday. I did um, I, I reevaluated my values, but then I also played with physical money. My son and I, we literally like made it rain money. We had a whole bunch of cash and we threw it around and like danced in money and got really fucking excited about all of the money that we had. And it was so fun and so playful. And I absolutely loved doing it. My inner child was having a fucking heyday. It was fantastic. And so, but if I were to have been following MMM as a hard set of rules, I would have denied myself that experience, you know, that playful experience because I would have only focused because on day four inside of MMM, it's all about affirmations. I didn't feel like doing affirmations yesterday. I wanted to evaluate my values and I wanted to be playful. That's what my energy was calling me to do. But MMM is a tool that guides you to connect with that, to awaken the sensations of your body intelligence. Your body is all intelligent. Your body knows the right path. Your body knows which decisions to say yes and no to. And it's all about tuning into that awareness. And simultaneously, tuning into this awareness is the key in order for you to have sustainable and purposeful wealth sustainable and purposeful manifestations that is my goal to you and I have a very special announcement I'm very excited gosh I've been so I've been so excited I've been talking about MMM constantly throughout this episode but I'm very excited to tell you that MMM is now open for enrollment at all times in the past I only opened it up for um you know certain periods of time 
but I've changed the structure of the program a little bit. I've, I've taken away the four mastermind calls and I've replaced them with a monthly live Q&A call. That's what felt very right for me uh, based on the current participants that are already inside of MMM um, and what I'm feeling into what my body needs out of this program. Taking away those four mastermind calls and now doing monthly live Q&A calls and this is going to flow so much better for those that want to take part of MMM at any time. And I've also reduced the investment by $222, so making it more financially accessible. During the last um, launch of MMM, it made me very aware that I attract women from many different financial backgrounds and, and they're coming to MMM with very different financial circumstances. Some women are already wealthy, and they want to learn how to supplement their manifestation practice by and get more in flow with their feminine energy. Some women are in a state of financial crisis when they come to MMM. So I wanted to make it more financially accessible and to cater to a, a wide variety of needs, looking for those women who are a little bit witchy and who, who are natural born leaders, who are natural healers, and making the information applicable to lots of different women that meet that criteria and making it financially accessible. This felt really good for me, really aligned for me, and naturally, it prompted me to want to open up MMM at all times. So you can go ahead and check out the new details about MMM, Go to the sales page with a fresh set of eyes. I've also introduced a one-on-one -on -one Embody Your Wealth uh, coaching package that you can choose if you do want to work with me one-on-one -on -one as you are integrating the information of MMM. That is available to you now. All of that is on the MMM sales page. You can go ahead and click the link in this episode to find out the details about that. I hope you have absolutely loved this episode as much as I have enjoyed talking about it. I've been talking for a really long time and I'm going to give my undefined throat center a little break. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Each message that I share is enriched with expansive, passionate, and purposeful energy. If you felt awakened to your evolution, please pass on that energy by downloading, subscribing, and sharing on your favorite social platform. Click the links in this episode to enroll in the Confidently You freebie library and subscribe to the Confidently You email list to receive updates about the podcast and all of my offerings. And be sure to follow at confidently.amber on TikTok and Instagram for more daily and easily digestible messages that awaken your inherent abundance. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude, and I look forward to sharing more with you in the next episode. That's it for now, boo. Now go make some fucking magic.